Play Subject Thread Podcast. Here's Subject Thread Podcast. Here's where you left off in the latest episode, live. Yo, it's a heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, avenues within the real estate umbrella, because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Could you tell me what it doesn't help with? <laughs> Medical marijuana, marijuana, period. Lots of people have ideas, but it's can you execute them? Are you dedicated enough to see them through? I like I like that question because with Kanye, I was just talking about this yesterday, and I feel like with, with Kanye, he's like, he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. It's a subject thread podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. All right. Hey guys, what is up? What is up? This is your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle, for another episode of Subject Thread Podcast. This time we're out of Detroit, Michigan, and we are talking to the co-founder of Plant Economy. Miss Bianca Burns is in the building. Hey, what is up? Hey, hey. Thank you for planning seeds with us. Awesome. Awesome. Now you guys are out of Detroit. Aaron and I are both based out of Detroit, born and raised here. And we decided to plant our seed plant economy here. And that's particularly like part of the reason why this is like so special for us. I don't know if you're familiar with Detroit, but there's so much like new, vibrant talent, opportunity, so many creatives. Um, and we love to not only be a part of that community, but also help that community grow. So that's a part of our mission that we can kind of hop into as we go along here. Awesome. Actually, I'm not really familiar in terms of visiting Detroit. Um, about six years ago, I did some research on Detroit when I was looking to buy properties because I do real estate investing on the side. And Detroit was one of the places that the government was giving away, like grants were telling you to actually buy for like $5. You can get different properties. So I guess when it was uh, rejuvenating again, they were offering that. And about a couple of years ago, I was looking at Detroit is again, and they were talking about the agriculture environment that's going on there. So when did you get involved into that, that portion of stuff? Honestly, it's something that's kind of always been planted in both of our homes and environments. I know personally for me, I grew up with plants. I grew up with vegetables. I lived growing up in Chesterfield, Michigan, which is about 45 minutes away from the city of Detroit. And just all around me was agriculture. Even my high school was basically built in the middle of like farmland and there was not too much around, but we had opportunities in school. I always say plant more seeds because that's kind of just like our model here. But really, when you think about it, that's kind of what you do in your day to day life. So um, in high school, I had opportunities to plant more seeds. And then just as I grew up, I kind of adapted to having greenery around um, and really surrounding myself with all that it gives back to me with. Okay. So that's kind of where my love grew. Um, I know Aaron, who is also the founder of Plant Economy, he is also very engulfed in plant life. When I first met him, actually, what stood out about him was the fact that he had like almost a hundred plants just like around his house. And he focused so much on like the growth and development of them. 
So that was like really special for me just to find someone who was kind of in love with plants just as much as me. And then that's kind of how plant economies got started and grew. And you guys have been around for what, about 12 months? Not even. Uh, We actually started um, and launched the brand itself on July 11th of 2020. When we got started with Yeah. And when we got started with everything was probably about a month, maybe a little bit less than a month before that. Uh, We really just had the idea and had some creativity and resources available and we took advantage of it to grow this. So that's how we started. And we're like, kudos to you. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We actually just hit our six month mark, um, I believe last week sometime. So that was really cool. So what made you guys think, hey, I want to start a company in the middle of a pandemic? (laughs) Yeah. So as I mentioned, we're both kind of creatives in our own way. I'm very much Mm -hmm. a designer. I design all types of things, typically digital design. I went to college for journalism and I had a minor in electronic studio, which was essentially digital design, but like multiple aspects of it. So a little bit beyond graphic design. And with that, my love for design just grew as well as my creativity. I just always use design as a way to kind of express myself and play around with things. Uh, When I get bored, I design. When I feel a little bit uninspired, I design. And similar to how Plain Economy actually started, when I see something that I can't find or is like unavailable, I create it myself. And that's kind of how we got started with this idea. We noticed that there was a lack of representation in plant life, whether that be on Instagram, whether that be on Etsy. But we also noticed that there's a whole community of Black plant people and they just don't have Mm -hmm. the platform or opportunity to shine and thrive. So kind of how we got started was just putting those thoughts and that creativity together and trying to brainstorm a way that we can make that happen. It translated originally out of products and our need for plant products that were centered around not only like the Black community, but I guess just relatable phrases, relatable um, aesthetic to what Aaron and I both like. And from there, we kind of just continued to plant more seeds and grow the idea of what this brand could be um, and how we could really tap in and provide opportunity for those Black creators or shine light on those Black creators in a unique way that would also be cool for our customers to engage with, too, or for the community in general to engage with. So really was just putting our creativity together and saying, hey, we have time. Uh, which is something that both of us typically don't have, Aaron more so than I, but time and opportunity. So we just took advantage of it. And to our surprise, not really a surprise because we always are planted in faith and extremely blessed. But I guess for us to grow so quickly, we couldn't believe how everyone just took to it so fast and enjoyed it. So from there, we just continued to create and continue to grow. And thankfully, that carried us through these six months. And we're confident that it'll continue carrying us through however long we decide to go with this thing. You know what? I'm not doing this. I am done recording, done doing the podcast. I'm done. No, I'm just playing. Hey, guys, what's up? This is your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle. I'm sorry to have interrupted the podcast, but I want you guys to make sure that you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at subject thread. Instagram and Twitter. It helps with the algorithms. Thank you for the support for the 100,000 plus streams and it's ongoing 
on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Podchaser, Amazon Music, and more. Please continue on supporting us independently owned, minority woman owned. I appreciate the support. Make sure to visit us online at subjectthreadpodcast.com. That is amazing. That's an amazing testimony. And actually, you guys are right because there is a community of planters, um, Atlanta, Detroit, LA. And I was so amazed by doing some of the research, how many people are into that life. Did you know that it was so large before you got into it? Did you do any kind of research? Yeah, Yeah, we absolutely did research. And just from our love of plants individually, we would like look at plant hashtags and scroll through Instagram pages and we'll see a ton of plant content but we wouldn't see the black plant people front and center like they deserve to be. And like you mentioned, all over the U.S., California, we have like a huge following in Florida, Houston. There's plant people, there's plant shops, there's plant creators, uh, there's people who create art centered around plants. There's so much plant content. And it's like, why isn't that at the Mm -hmm. forefront? And then even similar to us, it's like we've experienced challenges when it comes to getting our content in the forefront too. So we wanted to be able to create a platform that we're still working on growing and continuously like planting more seeds and figuring out how that can actually take over all of Instagram, but really just creating a platform and arena for us to thrive as Black plant people. There's a ton of us, whether you just like plants, whether you are interested in plants and, you know, you never really got started because you were too intimidated about the process. Like there's space for us and it deserves to be celebrated and highlighted. So that's really kind of what we're working to do and we hope to do and continue to do moving forward. Absolutely. And you spoke to something that definitely triggered something in me. You guys are creatives and as creatives, I can definitely identify You said a couple of things that was really, really great. You stated that you would look at hashtags and you would look at different profiles, which is a level of hunting in the entrepreneur world. Does someone go to school or does anyone have corporate background that clicked in for that, that you're applying to what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a graduate of Howard University. Shout out to HU. Um, But that was a ton of my background. Um, Just in general, I've always been in media. Um, And then similar to Aaron, he's been in media for years. So we're very tapped into, I guess, not only social media, but like all forms of media and what it takes to get that content out there and how to make your content thrive. Uh, We're both also really just like rooted in learning, continuous learners and always trying to figure out how to be better and do better. So that was a part of it. Once we had an idea, of course, we wanted to see if anyone else had a similar idea or if anyone else was doing anything that would prevent us from being able to move forward in the process. But also just really kind of tapping into the community, whether it is the Black plant community or just the plant community in general, to see what people are doing, see what they like, see what type of content they're posting, see what type of plants they have in their home and how we can accommodate them. So both of our curiosity and, of course, our education plus prior experience kind of led us to brainstorm things. And that's really what's continuing to carry us moving forward. We're like literally taking this stuff day by day and continuously being curious and learning how we can do better and be better and serve better. So that's really it for us. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So take me through your day as an entrepreneur running this. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would like to say that no two days are the same. And it's so funny because I felt like a lot of the things that people would say was like very cliche when it comes to like business and like running things and being a boss. But like now that I'm engulfed in it, it's true. Like no two days are the same. I wake up expecting Mm -hmm. my day to go one way. And depending on what needs to be done and what takes priority, everything can totally shift um, in a matter of minutes. So I would say a typical day for me is waking up and logging on to my nine to five. I'm blessed to be able to work from home. So that's made a lot of the difference for me as far as just having time to operate and do the things I need when I need to do it. So logging on for work, start my day that way. I also always start my morning by reading something called The Prayer Plug, which is an app created by another Howard alum. She has a daily prayer every morning. It's very quick and simple to read. So I start off by reading that, kind of setting my intention for the day and going from there. After I'm logged on for work, it's like if there's anything that needs to be taken care of right away for that, I usually tend to that first. And then I hop into anything plant economy related. So that's anything from customer servicing to designing to actually crafting our pots. I am the one right now that's crafting. Everything is handcrafted, by the way, here in Detroit, Michigan by me. So I may start oh, off amazing. with orders. Yeah. I may start off by doing orders one day. Um, I may start off by running to the post office to check on other people's orders that were sent off. Um, I may have to handle some urgent matters that we have on the business side. I may have a meeting. Really, no two days are the same. I think my biggest thing is really starting my day by setting an intention and making a to-do list so that I know everything I have on my plate. In case I get distracted, I can easily just go back and say, hey, these are things that need to be done. Let's keep it pushing, Bianca. And that takes me through the remainder of my day. My days go by so fast since being a part of plant economy and running plant economy. So no two days are the same, but everything is done. That's very much my mindset and how I operate on a daily. And that's really translated into the work that I do with plant economy as well. That's amazing. And it's amazing that you spoke to the fact that, you know what, you do have a nine to five, but you're able to also go after your dreams and, and run a product as well. So I think that that's super dope of you. A lot of people think that sometimes when they're working, they can't go after their dreams. So you are a testament to that. So you guys are pledging or wanting to do 1 million in plant-owned, plant-based businesses. Is that correct? And Black-owned plant business. So yeah, I can kind of speak a little bit to that. Our idea behind that is really, like we said, tapping into that Black plant community and seeing how we can best support them. So we're doing that in all different types of ways. Really, any opportunity that comes to us or presents itself, we take advantage of um, some ways being working with Black content creators in order to kind of highlight their work. If you take a look at our Instagram page right now, we do our best to tag our photographer that we've brought on board with us. He's Black, he's young, he's excited, he's eager. And he does most of our content for us. And we really let him like take advantage of the opportunity to just have some creative freedom and do some cool things and be put on a platform that we're hoping one day will be pushed out to millions. In addition to that, we also work with other Black creators for marketing, for videos, different products that we're doing, different campaigns we're doing. All of our models are Black. So we're kind of working to build our own community, but definitely very much centered around the Black plant community as well. Um, In addition to that, we've also tapped into some of the Black influencers that are in the plant community, as well as like micro influencers that are just starting off and they're like, hey, I don't have a large following, but I love what you guys are doing. We send them merch. 
We tell them to go crazy, take photos, do whatever they want, enjoy the product. So in return, that brings them business. We're also working with some other Black businesses on collaborations. Uh, one that we're like extremely excited about is locally here in Detroit. Um, it's called Detroit is the New Black. And it's an actual storefront that kind of combines a ton of different products that are locally made. They're able to sell within Detroit is the New Black. So we are collaborating with them right now on a plant pot collection centered around some of the designs that they've already had in commerce, as well as some original designs that are centered around Detroit. So again, just like trying to tap into all of these different avenues and seeing how we can generate revenue and help support anyone else that's looking to generate revenue in their business. We're very much collaborators. And with the projects that we have coming down the pipeline, I feel like that'll become a lot more apparent and people will kind of get a feel for what we're doing over here. Um, But outside of e-commerce, that's like our day-to-day goal is figuring out who we can connect with, support with, and help them grow. So that's really what that goal is. And we're hoping that we can help everyone generate a mill this year. (laughs) That's not um, a bad goal, actually. I think I like your initiative even more because you're saying key things that I live by as well. You're pretty much saying it doesn't matter if you're micro, if you're big, we want to treat each other all the same. And that's something that I stand by. I always say, I don't care if somebody has a blue check mark near their Instagram. If they don't, they have one follower or 200,000 followers. I want to be able to collaborate and talk to as many people as possible. So I think that that's super dope of you. Now, do you have to be African-American to shop on your platform or to support? No, oh, no, absolutely not. And we try to not really put that out there and insinuate that because we want everyone to be able to plant a seed with us. And we're thankful that we've had like a very much diverse audience, even locally here in Detroit. We've done a few things around the city where we've had diverse audiences coming to events that we've been at, or I don't know if you saw the Pepsi campaign that we have right now for Full of Detroit Soul. There was so many diverse people on set and they were like, oh, I love Black with Plants and told us what Black with Plants meant to them. So that helped us that like kind of branch out and see it from a different perspective as well. So no, this is the open box. We, like I said, though, from the beginning, really just want to be able to help support the Black plant community and Black creators and Black botanists and florists in general who just haven't had the opportunity to be highlighted. So we hope as we continue to grow, we're able to bring them along with us and help grow along the way. And granted, everyone who wants to plant a seed with us, we look forward to them doing so. Um, And of course, we can't wait to collaborate with them as well. So you guys will see some of that, um, I guess, content coming soon as well, because we have been working to kind of expand and collaborate with some other groups and communities too. So we're doing everything. We're trying to tap into everything, but at our core and at our heart, our goal is to really figure out a way that we can help plant seeds within our community that continues to feed us and nurture us and help us grow. So that's always top of mind. Absolutely. Okay. No, absolutely. So say someone wants to get into planting for the the first time. There's so many things that you can plant. Even I'm learning that. I'm not a planter, but I really love it. And I'm learning myself as I go. (laughs) So someone wants to get into planting for the first time. What is the easiest way or easiest thing they can can start with? Well, I say take advantage of your resources. And that's something that I'm even doing now as I'm getting more into like the gardening side of things. There's so many communities on Facebook On Instagram, um, I would say Facebook more for the community aspect just because it's so easy to connect. 
but there's groups like Black Girls in the Garden where you can go join the community and say, hey, I want to grow strawberry tree. Help me figure it out. There's 50 other people that have already established a strawberry tree and will take you through the exact steps on how to do it, give you tips. You can post photos of your plants that are withering away and they'll give you the cure on how to fix it. Um, So that's been a great avenue. And I think that's also a great avenue for people who are just interested because they're able to see how other people are planting and growing and what they're growing and what's good to grow and what's easy to grow. But it also can be as simple as planting a seed yourself, going to your local farmer's market and seeing what they already have as like a starter and planting it and nurturing it and breaking it off and taking care of it and planting more seeds out of that one root to help that grow. So there's really like so many ways you can also be as simple as getting your own first plant and going to Ikea and saying, hey, I want to spend, let's say $10 on this plant. You get a plant, you grow it, you can break it off and reroute it and grow something else beautiful out of it. So there's so many ways. I just think that people have to get started and detach from the fact that I guess they can die which is something that I feel like a lot of people are afraid of when they're getting into gardening or if they're getting into planting or having plants and being a plant mom or plant dad, it's going to happen. There's always ways that you can fix it. (laughs) And there's so many resources that can help you figure out the right things to do and the right steps to do. We don't necessarily sell plants. We sell plant products. But just from our experience, Mm -hmm. I tap into my mom a ton keeping my daily plants alive or plants that we have in our studio that we use to shoot with for our product shots. Like, hey mom, I know that you may not have this plant, but what do you think I need to do? And she'll give me a cure right away. (laughs) So really just getting started and seeing what works. There's so much information and so many um, cool plant people that can help you out and they're willing to help you out. There's even like plant doctors now um, on Instagram where you can like schedule a consultation and like say, hey, I have this type of plant. What do I need to do to keep it alive? So get started, hop in, have fun, go on the journey, take care of it like you would your babies, like really learn about it and figure out what it needs to thrive and you'll grow it. It'll thrive and you'll be ready to move on and get 20 more like me. <laughs> wow. Plant doctors. I didn't even know about that. <laughs> that is oh, a yeah. niche. And yeah, wow. wow. But it's needed. It's needed because imagine how many people are just saying, hey, this is the cool plant and picking it up for a couple bucks somewhere. And then they take it home and they're like, oh, well, I have this nice plant, but what do I do with it? <laughs> so they need someone to coach them and support them through the process. And there's a ton of um, people that are popping up on Instagram that are doing it full time, as well as people who just want to kind of support the plant community and be like, hey, this is a free resource. If you have questions, just let me know. Um, I actually want to look up someone right now who's been like very tapped into us. I love her content because she actually just posted something saying like, hey, I just want to do this for free and help people. Like I don't want to charge. I don't care how much time it takes. I just want to be able to provide this service and allow people to enjoy some plants. Let me grab her name right quick so I can give her a quick shout out. On Instagram, her name is at JYPlants with a Z at the end instead of an S. And she's super awesome. She creates content. She shows you her plant collection. And then she also is just here to kind of provide support. So I definitely like recommend checking her out as well as a ton of other people um, that you can find within the plant community of all cultures, of all ethnicities that are just willing to help you and help you grow. That's amazing. 
Now, are you a fan of botanical gardens as well, I'm assuming? Yes. So I've been to a couple. I'm trying to think of where I've been. I've been to a couple because I have photos on my mind. But yes, I am. I always look at things from like an aesthetic standpoint. So I just like taking photos of that stuff and like looking at it and like seeing the growth. Erin and I actually went to a cool museum back last year around this time in New York. They have like a, they had an activation and it was just like a plant wall of like all of these different plants that were growing. And like, I could not stop taking photos of that type of thing. It was so cool to me to see all the different growth. But yes, I love gardens. We have a local farmer's market here. Well, typically it's essentially a farmer's market, but it's called Eastern Market down here. And there's like different growers that we've connected with and they have greenhouses and all of these different, I guess, plant situations that they've grown and created themselves on their land that we get to go and visit and take advantage of. So there's so many like different opportunities to see plants, see different types of plants and see what can actually be grown and curated. It's like more than what you would imagine. I mean, people are doing this type of thing like every day. So it's really cool to take advantage of and see. This week's episode of Subject Thread Podcast has been sponsored by Plug Plant Based. Your everything green directory. Visit plugplantbase.com today. Cool, cool. And who came up with the name Plant Economy? I feel like I have to credit Aaron for that one. Okay. Primarily because he had this goal in mind of giving back to the plant community and generating that black dollar. And I think that's where the economy part of everything came into play. We played around with maybe like two or three things. And I feel like when I heard Plain Economy, I was like, yes, and I typed it up and I started designing it and playing around with it. We have a super basic logo, but it stuck because we thought the name of it was so strong. So that's how Plain Economy came to life. <laughs> no, it, it works. You know, I, I always say keep it simple, K-I-S-S. So when you keep that's it simple, way, yeah. a lot of things happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, it makes sense. I'm definitely going to support it. I love uh I love the the uh, greenery collection. Thank that you. That collection is is really dope because it kind of like goes with everything. Yeah, anything greenery actually. <laughs> so I really really like that. Yeah, and we then the slogans it. and things like that. Thank you. I was just gonna say with greenery, we kind of dropped it and we're like, we'll leave it to everybody's imagination to figure out what greenery looks like for them. And as you can see, people ran with it in all types of ways. On our Instagram, we have a photo of someone like thinking greenery is money. So he has like a stack of money. Greenery may mean planting for you. Greenery may mean other things that I'm not going to mention, but um, we're really letting people have fun with it. And it's cool to see how they use their products. <laughs> no, no, it, it works. I commend this right here. I'm actually looking at the website now because I'm picking up a couple things as we talk because I definitely want to oh, support thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I love the accessory stuff. Who's Thank into fashion? Because I'm seeing a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> Christian Dior quotes. So who's, the, who's the one that's into fashion? It's both of us. Like we both honestly sit here and bounce ideas off of each other. When I, we first launched Plant Economy, I was so excited. I literally sat on my patio for a day outside in the hot sun and just kept creating things, kept creating slogans, kept coming up with ideas, designing and figuring out like the typefaces and what we wanted it to look like. And I sent it over to Aaron and I'm like, hey, pick something and we're about to run with this. And that's really how this has been birthed. And that's what's been carrying us through every drop. 
is just coming out with all of these different designs that we had from day one. So everything that you're seeing right now is really just birthed on us having like quick chats and being like, hey, I found this quote, draft it up. We draft it up, we come up with the design and save it for later. So it's kind of both of us. I wouldn't say one more than the other. If we see anything that we like and catches our eye, we kind of run with it and go. Um, But for the most part, everything is our original ideas that we started with right before launch. And we've just been like slow rolling it out as we go along and moving. We're really operating in a way that just feels like natural for us to like put things out and go. So like with Plant More Seeds, for example, we've had kind of a quiet launch of that. That's something that we stand on very much so. It's something that we've like hinted at. As you can see, I say plant more seeds all the time or planting seeds all the time because it has so many ways that the phrase itself can go. But eventually we do want to do like a full rollout for that even and like kind of see what people feel like planting more seeds means to them. So these things are just kind of coming and we're like, hey, we feel good. We feel like this is right. Let's put it out. And that's how we been operating from day one, really with play economy. Okay. Now, when you're planting, are you playing any kind of music? Is anything in your your playlist? Oh, yeah. And honestly, I want to say like, I'm the bad one at this. I say I just need something <laughs> playing in the background. I can run a Drake album like all day long if needed. So that's primarily my playlist, but I do really just like let Spotify do its thing. I'm not going to lie. Anything that isn't too like loud for me or overbearing, I'll let it play. And that's how I discover things. Aaron, on the other hand, has a playlist for everything. So I let him be in charge of the music as we're working and we're creating and we just kind of go with the flow and have fun with it. I would say that we take advantage of every Detroit artist. I'm noticing a lot of them popping up on TikTok videos now. Um, (laughs) So I would like to say before TikTok, (laughs) we were blasting the Detroit artists, supporting some of our friends, Big Sean locally. I personally love Big Sean. His latest album has been in heavy rotation for me. But yes, music constantly, very much so. I actually had my mom in our plant studio the other day. She was helping me with orders and I was just kind of letting Spotify do its thing. And she called me the next day and she's like, I actually had a lot of fun. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you have fun. Like, I appreciate you coming over and helping me out. And she's like, yeah, having the music going in the background, it just made me feel like I was doing something. (laughs) So, yes, we're very much music people. I actually love Big Sean. I think he's super dope. And I think that he's a good actor as well. I know that he was in BT 20s. They had him in a small role, but I actually liked it. And I was like, I, I can see more of him doing that. So speaking yeah. of Big Sean, mm-hmm. what is your favorite song from him? Give me one and tell me why. And I'll give you one and I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, this is hard for me. I would say the one that comes to mind first is I Don't F With You. Like, that's the first song that I always think about with Big Sean. I think it's so funny, but he has some like deeper songs that I would take advantage of. Let's see what's on my Big Sean playlist. Can I hear yours while I get my playlist up? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, what I like from Big Sean is actually one of his first, first songs, which is um, Marvin and Chardonnay. Oh, yes. I love that. That was that when I was in college. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a different side of him. It's, it was like a different yeah. side of him. It was like, wow, this is out of Detroit? Yeah. I when actually, you think of Detroit, you go back to Eminem. But go ahead, I'm sorry. 
I was going to say, I actually like that one because it's like a collaboration of like a ton of different artists. So I felt like that was a great way to kind of tap into people who may not have listened to Big Sean's music before or enjoyed it. Uh But then speaking of Eminem as well, a personal favorite of mine too that I forgot about, it's always on my playlist when I'm working, is No Favors. This was Big Sean and Eminem. I don't know why I like it, but I just feel like the beginning of it, if you haven't heard of it, or if you haven't heard it before, they're like, make it, make it, make it. I just got to make it. And like, that gets me going when I'm like doing work or when I'm doing anything, like you got to make it, you got to do it, you got to get to work and it's fun. So that's one of my favorites. No, absolutely. (laughs) Well, you know, music is universal. Everybody can relate to it like food. So I I love music and I love the component of it. And it, it I like the fact that Big Sean always remember where he's from. Like, you know, sometimes you get these artists and they come out and then they forget where they're from. He has never, ever neglected oh, no. Detroit. So that's a Detroit thing. Definitely it's big props. 100%. And I give that to him too. Um, and really like every Detroit artist, I feel like if you're from Detroit, everybody is going to know that you're from Detroit regardless of what you're doing, whether you're doing music or even like me on a daily basis. When I went to college, I let everyone know, like, I'm from Detroit. I'm from Michigan. Like, I don't care if y'all haven't heard. You told me. You told me a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you haven't heard of the little city I grew up with. Like, you're going to know about Chesterfield now. Like, I'm very much that person. I feel like Detroit just kind of breeds people who are proud to be here or be from here and thrive here and grow here and it's so much success all around the city and it's like honestly a blessing to be able to tap into that and grow with that I would say like for me Aaron has really opened my eyes to like all of the creatives and all the avenues that I didn't even know about within Detroit a lot of his work that he does outside of plant economy is really tapped into the community working with creatives and using his skills to elevate Detroit in any way possible. So it's like really cool to like see that the city is even greater than what I knew it for. When I moved back home after college, I actually moved downtown. Well, it's considered Midtown Detroit. And I was like just taken back with the type of people that I met and the things that people were doing. And I met people in my building, even alone my apartment building that are authors that have high ranking positions with like the sports teams is all different types of people that are just doing amazing, cool things. And I really feel like that's why people rep Detroit so hard is because there's so much cool talent and so many cool people just doing stuff. And we don't brag about it. We don't boast about it. But whenever we get an opportunity to say, this is where we're from, we take advantage of it 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to go with your song is I Don't F With You by Big Sean. (laughs) <laughs> yes, let's do that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. They said for a while he was talking about somebody. He had to clarify it, that song, so I'm glad he did that. <laughs> now, how do the people find you and Aaron and, and your business? Give out all of the social media handles you can and your websites. Yeah, let's go for it. So I'm going to start off by shouting the thing that I'm most proud of and thankful for and blessed to be a part of, which is Plant Economy. And that is at planteconomy.co. On Instagram. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll be able to check out all of our different avenues as well as our website, which is just www.planteconomy.co. And then from there, feel free to get to know us a bit and follow us a bit. My at name on Instagram is at basically B with two E's. And then Aaron's is AA underscore DAWGAA underscore dog on Instagram. And we are the people behind 
plant economy and all of the cool collections that we continue to come out with. Awesome. Detroit is in the building today, guys. And this is Subject Thread Podcast and we are out.